0: Outings with a narcissist are a ride to hell. The events from final destination becoming real. It's exactly like that. It may sound an exaggeration, but it is not. If you have survived narcissistic abuse and if you have been out with a narcissist, let's say for fishing, for a a visit to a, a water park, or picnic, an event that was supposed to be filled with fun and joy, in your case was filled with trauma with horror and doom and gloom why doom and gloom because you're constantly hyper vigilant when around a narcissist especially when doing some kind of activity you have to be robotic like they are you have to be quite rigid you can't be natural you can't enjoy yourself you can't live a life and and just be free that is not a possibility with them. They have to be in control. They have to dictate your actions. They have to minutely analyze what you're doing and if you're doing it correctly. There is no correct order to enjoying something. You, You cannot have fun and have order at the same time. You just sometimes have to be random, but that is not a possibility with them. Having that said, Outings with the Narcissist are extremely traumatizing experiences. You do not get to feel joy, love, connection. You do not get to explore the world. You get to experience the opposite. You feel horror, unsafe, a lot of insecurities, you're shamed, belittled, humiliated, you're put down, and you are made to feel small within. In the later part of this episode, I will share one of my personal experiences, an experience that I have had with my father on a picnic day. I will talk about what he did and how horrifying all of that was. This experience will help you to validate your own similar experiences and resolve a lot of emotions that are deep stuck in your body and in your memories stay until the end hi i am danish a narcissistic abuse recovery professional today's episode is all about exploring how outings with the narcissist are not less than a ride to hell if that is intriguing enough and you want to learn more please make sure to subscribe because your subscription helps spread awareness about narcissistic abuse and it helps many other survivors to connect with the community That we are together trying to create here. I know many of you are wondering right now, do narcissists even take you on an outing? Do you get to have these events with them? Because the narcissist that I was with never did that. We never got to experience any happy event or happy moment together. Birthdays, celebrations, everything was destroyed by them. So is this even a possibility? I get it. The events that I'm talking about these outings they are rare occasions in a narcissistic relationship in a romantic relationship with a narcissist you have some outings especially in the beginning of the relationship when they are love bombing you and with a narcissistic parent they are so rare that you can count them on your fingers they are quite sporadic here and there but there is no consistency whatsoever the shocking thing is even on these uh, rare occasions They do not stop narcissisting. What does that mean? They just can't stop being themselves. They destroy not only the occasion. That's not it. That's not where it ends. They destroy you because they can't see you happy. Your happiness kills them. When you are happy, when you're smiling, when you're laughing, when you're talking with others, when you're living your life, that is a big narcissistic injury because by being happy, you are proving that they are a failure. For them to have control, they have to keep you in a miserable state. You have to suffer. You have to be in pain. You have to be hyper vigilant. You have to be afraid all the time. And you're supposed to focus on them. What are they doing? What are they up to now? What will they do next? And they sense all of this like a predator. The moment they Notice you experiencing something different than what they want you to experience. The moment they see you happy, the moment they see you immersing in the thing that you're doing, they come in, jump in and destroy it right in front of your eyes. I don't literally mean jump in. Sometimes they can do that. But what I'm trying to say is they just make every single effort to destroy it they will leave everything behind. It doesn't matter what they are doing themselves. No, they will leave it there. It is of no interest and you are the primary focus. You have to be kept under the thumb. They will take that away, that happiness, snatch it away. It's like a a, a child who's getting jealous of the other child, experiencing their life, experiencing joy. They come in and destroy all of it out of the hatred and envy for you they become hypercritical hyperjudgmental around the activity that you're trying to do let's say you're trying to explore fishing one wrong move and there you go you get a comment or you get hit if it is an extremely malignant narcissist and you are their child or if you're you're a spouse uh, this is another example and you are an outing let's say for a dinner and intentionally they will be on their phone continuously knowing you're not here for the dinner for the food you are here to spend some time with them. Knowingly, they will cause a massive injury. They will hurt you and you will feel so lonely. They may also stare at other men and women, look at them and cheat on you right during that occasion. You will feel so disrespected and isolated at the same time, because here you are with them and all they needed to do was to focus on you, focus on the relationship. All of the issues could have been resolved during this meeting and you could have enjoyed each other, but no, they are not focused on you, the thing they have, the person they have. They're seeking novelty. They are trying to chase people they can't ever get and destroying the relationship they have, something they can take care of, something they can nurture. That's why I I say they self-sabotage. They destroy the very things they run after. They are so obsessed about. Have you experienced any of this with a narcissist? If yes, drop your experiences in the comments below and help other survivors feel connected. Talking about connection, I would like to share one of my personal experiences that I have had with my father. So, one fine day, we decided to go on a picnic with the members of the small community that I used to live in back then. We were around 30 to 40 people, I don't remember the exact number, in a bus, in a group. A part of me was excited yet at the same time when I got the news, I also felt anxious because I knew something is going to happen, something terribly wrong. Somehow the picnic day arrives and we had to leave at 6 a.m. early in the morning. He had a behavior reserved for occasions like these. He would get ready very quickly and then leave the house. Not leave, leave, but he would wait on the doorsteps, just outside of the house, trying to get a power trip out of making us hurry up fasten up what would people think we have to go come on we'll lose a bus and that is exactly what he did and kept doing until we misplaced things forgot the snacks i mean it was a mess full body sweat i can remember breathing very quickly our hearts beating quite fast and just just somehow trying to get it all together and finally we left the house and we somehow got the bus while in the bus I try to get some me time. I try to relax, I try to calm down, I try to dissociate as well as he was getting himself involved with other people trying to project the image of the person he thinks he is or he wants others to see him as. And then it took us around 2 hours to reach the destination. Finally we are there and I tried to get away from him as quickly as possible. I just went on and played with someone or something. It was like a deer trying to running away from the sight of this predator. Finally, the time of leaving the destination arrives and that is when it gets extremely traumatizing and painful. The bus was expected to leave at seven p m He had already gotten into the bus, and we were behind me, my sister, and I do not remember if our mother was with us or not. We were very young, so we got late by a couple of minutes, five to six minutes because we were checking things we are and en- we were enjoying ourselves and in probably intentionally just delaying it because we didn't want to be with him. I didn't want to be with him i didn't want to to just feel that dense negative energy when i arrived he was there with his red eyes bulged out and ready ready to hunt us down ready to abuse us upon looking his face i started shivering because i knew something terrible is going to happen and it happened he slapped me so hard in public and in front of these 40 people that were with us that I fell on the ground. It, it felt like my, my head was ripped off from my body. It was so painful. I still can remember that day. And, and he didn't even pick me up. I just was lying there in pain and in shock. Like, how could he do that? Everybody was watching. And I think I was uh, stepping into my teenage, starting to have a sense of identity. And that crippled me emotionally at that moment. I got myself together somehow and went into the bus. Everybody was looking at me. I was holding my tears because I was about to cry and cry a lot. I can still feel it coming up. And I just sat in the back seat, silent. Everybody was silent because they didn't know what to do or how to respond to that. And then he was just there as well. The bus left within 30 to 40 minutes This piece of a shit, this monster offers me a soft drink. I was like, what the hell? What? What are you trying to do here? How would that compensate what you have done to me? How would that cover the wounds you have been inflicting and this major wound that you inflicted, this injury? I didn't accept that. I just kept silent. Couldn't say anything but kept silent. And that is how it went. From that day, I started hating going out with him, be it an outing or something else. I hated it. He was a horrible monster. And that is what happens with us, survivors of narcissistic abuse. We are traumatized to our souls and then we are blamed for our reaction, a valid reaction to their abuse. Every single time I said, no, I don't want to go out or or, I don't want to be a part of this picnic or whatever it was, then I was called crazy. I was blamed for breaking the family and uh, uh, not, not being compliant enough and being dis- disobedient and this, that and the other. Traumas like these stun us. They shock us. They leave us debilitated. If you have survived something like this, I am proud of you. I am proud of you for being here, for listening to me and I can assure you there is healing for you. If you feel you have turned into a shy person who just doesn't want to go out, maybe that is a part of your personality. That is a part of my personality as well. But there is this big part that comes from your trauma. You have to resolve that, you have to work on that. You deserve to explore the world, the the, the world that the narcissist disconnected you from. In conclusions, it's always a bad idea to go out with a narcissist. Be it a simple coffee, a dinner, A fishing trip to a water park to a picnic spot anything it's a terrible idea because they'll judge you they'll criticize you they will abuse you emotionally physically psychologically it is going to be hell of a ride so if you are in a relationship with them and if you have children avoid going out with them at all costs it's not only you who will get impacted it's your children as well with that let's bring this episode to an end I'll talk with you in the next one until then Let the healing begin and continue.